This is Laura looking for love, and today I am doing a part two from my very first podcast, number one, The Fight, Canelo versus Triple G, which was all about boxing. And it was kind of a surprising topic for a podcast called Laura Looking for Love. In fact, one of my friends got very upset after listening to it because he thought it was going to be a podcast about dating. And because it wasn't what he expected, he got irritated. He said the podcast was all over the place, it didn't make any sense, but that is actually the whole point. Getting out of our comfort zone, seeing things from a completely different perspective from what we are used to, that may not make any sense at first. And it's actually quite normal to feel upset when things are confusing. However, if we can work through our initial feelings of discomfort and continue to look from this new perspective, we may eventually get to a space of freedom, one that is filled with love, and not love in the traditional romantic sense, but love that speaks to our spirit, rather than our desires and needs. So I want to talk again about boxing, because when I started this podcast, I had just seen the big headlining fight between Canelo Alvarez and Gennady Triple G Golovkin that happened in September near or on Mexican Independence Day. And these fights that Oscar de la Hoya promotes always fall around Mexican Independence Day and Cinco de Mayo. So this past weekend was Cinco de Mayo, and there was supposed to be a rematch between the two, because the last fight was a draw, and there was a lot of controversy over the judging. However, Canelo Alvarez failed a steroid test, said he ate some quote-unquote contaminated meat, and the fight was called off. While obviously fans were super disappointed, expecting a big fight this weekend, and Triple G was really upset because this weekend was supposed to be his moment. He's been a sort of indie fighter with not a lot of heavy promoters. He's worked really hard to get to this place for this anticipated Vegas fight. But instead of sitting at home feeling upset, he decides to fight anyway on Cinco de Mayo, not in Vegas, not against Canelo Alvarez, and not for nearly as much money, but at the Carson Center, home of the LA Galaxy soccer team. And there's not a lot of promotion. I actually didn't even see or hear about it until after the fact, but it was a sold-out event. He ended up knocking out his opponent in two rounds, and when the fight was over, the entire crowd started chanting Triple G. And the reason this is important is because Triple G is from Kazakhstan, and Canelo Alvarez is from Guadalajara, Jalisco, Mexico. And one thing we see in boxing is when a fighter fights, he often fights for the country he is from, sort of like the Olympics. So, for example, when Manny Pacquiao was fighting, Filipinos and Filipino-Americans would fill the Vegas arenas and all of the Philippines would watch. And so when Triple G and Canelo had their first fight, a huge portion of the audience was Mexican and Mexican-American, and they were cheering for Canelo. And because there aren't a lot of people from Kazakhstan here in the States, the crowd overwhelmingly favored Canelo Alvarez in the beginning. But as the first fight progressed and Triple G began to show he was the fighter with so much heart and a lot less fear, the crowd sort of turned. Not everyone, but there was a definite shift, especially at the end when it was obvious that the judges didn't score the fight fairly. Well, fast forward several months to this past weekend and the choices Canelo Alvarez and his promoters made for him and Triple G ends up being the man who decides to fight and to fight clean. And the entire Carson Center, with a majority Mexican and Mexican-American crowd, no longer was cheering for the man who represented the country 
where they or their families were from. But for the man who had the more tenacious spirit, Triple G flipped the crowd in his favor, and it reminded me of Rocky. If you remember in my very first podcast, the reason I fell in love with boxing was because it was part of my childhood, watching real fights and also experiencing the make-believe movie fights that really knew how to inspire us. And when I watched Rocky IV, the one where he fought in Russia, it was really inspirational to see how he had flipped the entire Russian crowd, who initially hated him and saw him as the enemy. But even though it was inspiring, we still knew it was a movie. And movies can sometimes be idealistic. We can think how cool, but would that really happen in real life? So to hear that the entire stadium was chanting Triple G answers that question. Yes, it does happen in real life. Both in the movies and in real life, if we stay looking long enough, we eventually gravitate toward that which inspires us on a spirit level. We may at first want to stick to what is familiar, because it's our comfort zone, and race and racial identity is a big part of our comfort zone. But just like with this podcast that may upset people because it's not what's familiar, if we're able to get beyond our initial disappointment for that which we were expecting, and we just keep listening and keep looking, we may eventually be able to see what is beyond the surface, beyond the obvious, and get to the spirit space where obstacles aren't relevant, limitations don't exist, and fear disappears. And in that spirit space of freedom, we find inspiration. Not because it is something new, but because it is something we've known all along. So thanks for staying and listening and looking for love in your own experience and in your lives. I will be back here next Friday, and until then, have a good week.